Hi, this is Chris Roussel, the rector of St. John's Episcopal Church in Lynchburg, Virginia. And this is Ben Kogel, the curate at St. John's. And this is our podcast. One more thing. Hey there, we are back for season three, episode three of our podcast. One more thing. And this time we are welcoming a guest, uh, Peggy Haas-Howell, our organist and choir master here at St. John's. Welcome, Peggy. Thank you. That's so glad to have you here. Um, we're going to get started with a prayer, and um, we'll talk a little bit after the prayer about where this prayer comes from. The Lord be with you. And also, and also with, with you. you. O Christ, in our days, in our nights, you knock at the door to awaken us to the realities of the living God. You tell us. Why worry? Listen instead to the birds in the sky. Look at the wildflowers. Are you not worth much more than they? In your prayer, always pour and trust everything to me. O Christ, you take care of all our cares. O risen Lord, like a poor man who doesn't want to impose, you walk beside each one without forcing your way into our hearts. You are there. You offer your confidence. You never abandon anyone, even when the depths of our being cry out in loneliness. To welcome you, we are in need of healing. To recognize you, we need to take the risk of choosing again at every moment to follow you. Without this choice, we lag behind. Choosing you means hearing you ask us, Do you love me more than all the rest? Amen. So, uh, kind of an, an interesting, yeah, wow is right. And actually, uh, those are two different prayers that I just kept reading. And, and <laughs> I was halfway through the second one. I'm like, oh, that's not one prayer. It's two. Oh, but it, it, it so it's written together. as poetry. When you look at it on the page, it's written very poetically. Um, and it comes from the Taze community. Ta- um, yeah, what's okay, I, I know now, I'm not saying it right. So yeah, what is okay, it? It's Taze. 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 Yes. T-A-I-Z-E. With an accent agout on the E. Oh. When you're from New Orleans and you have a little bit of that accent from New Orleans, it becomes Taze. (laughs) So, Taze. Thank you. Thank you. So, the the, the Taze community uh, is an ecumenical community in France that uh, is focused on peace. And so, this prayer is one of the things that they've offered. Um, I love, I, I, I know Taze by their music. Of course, that's what everyone knows of right. Tizay. But they're, they're more than that, right? Right. Absolutely. So we are bringing a Tizay service to St. John's for our third of four uh, Advent Wednesday evening worship services this season. Uh, and we had this idea for this series. We had this idea to go in a contemplative direction for one of the services and then we found out that Peggy has actually been to Tizay, France. Is it the town yes. of Tizay? It's not known. Not the town. It's but the, the community, community is called, is called Tizé. Yeah, and so... It's not a town. Not a town. It's so, in the middle of nowhere. Oh. So, yeah. So, Peggy, just tell us a little bit about your uh, experience. I guess you can start from getting there to the middle of nowhere. Oh, well, wait. I, I, let's back up even. <laughs> how, I mean, this you said it was in the, what, the mid-70s? It was in the... Yes. So, how did you even come to know that this, this community existed? Do you, do you remember? Well... I had gone to seminary, um, Union Theological Seminary, and, you know, seminarians always, and musicians, they know things, and they talk about things, and Taze was already known as a 
wonderful place for worship and for music. Um, and but none of their music was available. Um, so I um, had I was I was going to France that summer um, to be in an organ competition, organ playing competition, and then was visiting a friend in the south of France afterwards. And I thought um, I found out that Tizé was in the countryside. Um, on my way to visit my friends. So I thought, well, I'm going to go and see what this mm. is all about. Did you just, wow. so is this a, a kind of thing where you just showed up or? Well, I must, I see, it was so long ago, it was in the mid-70s, before, you know, some of us were even around. Um, <laughs> Only one of us at the table was not around yet. <laughs> right. uh, it ain't you and it ain't me. <laughs> uh, but it was, you know, it was a long time ago. And so it was before internet. It was... I'm sure I must have had must have written to them. I mean, it's the only way you could find right. out about things. So, what, what, but so what's but the... you didn't. Yeah, you didn't make it for a single person visiting there. They just said, "Oh, just come. You just come. You just show up and you come." And so, so I. What, what, so what's the place like? It's it's absolutely in the middle of nowhere. I had to take this. I guess I was taking the train south from Paris, and then had to take a bus and it dropped me off at a little tiny crossing. I can still see what it looked like in my mm. mind. Mm. There was a little tiny little church that couldn't have seated more than, <laughs> I don't know, 50 people. Stone church with a, cem- with a cemetery right mm. there and about, no, 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 three or four houses. Mm. And then there was this little tiny and there was a little sign that said Tese with an arrow, and you walked up the hill with my suitcase. Yeah. Um, I walked up the hill, and, uh, you know, I just realized it was before I went to seminary. It was the summer after I had must have studied in um, Germany because I remember the suitcase I was carrying, <laughs> which was huge. Yeah. Because I but was there twice, and the second time was a little bit later. Isn't it so funny, the yeah. small details yes. that, that help? serve as benchmarks. So I I walked up to the top of the hill and there was, there were some sort of tent-like buildings. Yeah. um, And they, you just kind of got assigned a place to sleep in one of the the tents. Women and men together, this is Europe, um, in the (laughs) same, in the same huge dormitory kind of with, with uh, canvas walls, but a, a roof on top of you and the church was the same the the worship space was also was huge huge i mean the church the, yeah. the worship space seated thousands of yeah. people yeah and there were you know there were people milling around they were all youngish i mean people in their early 20s mostly mm-hmm. um late late teens early 20s mid 20s but um and and there were some people who uh, people in jeans young guys in jeans who would like give you they signed me to my room and and then they said then they gave me a little piece of paper that said well meals are such and such time there was no charge for any of this you could you could give some a a gift if you wanted to but they they didn't they didn't ask for money so there so there are people uh, i know this is the case today and it was then i'm sure also there are people who actually live at that community. Well, these were the monks. Yes, right. These were that's the monks what, who was ser- who were serving. Yeah, now no, they what, have extra. They have more people. They have some. There's a group of women um, I was reading who who um, do a lot of this making meals and things. Um, 
a community of women. But in those days, it was just, and they would be just like ordinary, nice young guys. They would serve you the food. And then, so I just kind of walked around in this beautiful area. It was just, and just meditated. You know, we have. It was, I felt like I was on retreat. Absolutely. And so a, a lot of times we hear this uh, Celtic spirituality, or they actually the Native Americans also embrace this idea of thin places, right? Mm-hmm. Those places on earth that we feel closest to God. Was the Taze community uh, a thin place for you? Well, I have to say that when, so the worship is in the evening, mm-hmm. and everyone who's there meets in the worship space in the evening, and that was definitely a thin place. It was one of the places that mm. I felt closest to spiritual and closest to God of any time in my entire life. Mm. Um, so these these lovely young men who you know served you your food, when you walked into the to the worship space, they were there kneeling in their white albs with. M- hundreds of candles mm. and it was about maybe 30 30 um, men um, all youngish except for Frere Roger who started the community he was not young but most of the most of the monks were, were most of the brothers were young do you do you remember and like when you during that experience when you first heard them sing as a community it, it's almost all singing there's music through the almost the entire service um it's 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 one piece that will just kind of go on and develops and then because there's a lot of repetition right there's a lot of repetition Mm -hmm. and then another piece and then they'll pray um in those days prayer roger did the he was the founder um he did this the the prayers um and most of the prayers would be done while there was music underneath, um, which normally I don't like, but is fabulous in Tisse. <laughs> it's, it's, it's all fabulous. There's also, there was an organ there, an organ from Germany, a beautiful instrument. So they were playing, you know, there's organ music before the service. Well, let's, um, let's, let's talk a little bit because um, you brought some music with you. I did. And uh, it's from the Tisse community. Yes. And so I, I really love for folks who are thinking about joining us mm-hmm. on Wednesday December 14th at 6.30 for our service um, to get a sense of what it sounds like. And uh, because the, the thing I love about their music is the simplicity of it all. It's yeah. so, uh, it, it just grabs me. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, so let, let's see if we can. What... Yes, usually, usually what, there will be a very simple part for like the congregation. Mm-hmm. And then there are all kinds of things that happen and weave around that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. there will be instrumentalists and there will be descants and there will be um, I mean, a ben, canter and then in, in alternation with the congregation. Ben, did you did you grow up with Tizay music when you were when you were growing up at St. Timothy's? No. Well, well not, at, not on Sunday morning, um, but I did... My first experience of Tizay music was like on the CD player. Yeah, remember the yeah. CD player? That's my. Uh, remember it? My, I still have one. <laughs> well, I don't. <laughs> I, we had this CD player that was like the kind with the handle and, and, and such. And my youth director at the time had a Tizay CD, I guess. Mm-hmm. And so that was our sort of music to sort of transition us into like worship and yeah. study mm-hmm. instead yeah. of the like fun 
games and whatever uh, and dinner. So we would hear Tizay music and then we would sing some of that too on our or have that as part of our mission trip experiences too. So for several years there, my middle school years, early high school years, I remember experiencing that type of music. That was the first place that I encountered it. Yeah, I think so, I right. think the yeah, music is uh, you're welcome. The the style, um, the repetition, the the ease of it for uh, for the congregants is um, is very appealing. Now I couldn't have told you then that I was listening to Tizay music. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just thought. Um, listening to the songs from you, yeah, you know, I right, don't know. Yeah. Right. I, I, we weren't learning about that community, but we were using the music, and I think that's where a lot of people would have a similar experience. Like they'll hear some of the songs that we'll do on the fourteenth, and be like, "Oh, I know that song." Oh, yeah, yeah. like I, or I that recognize sounds like that something that I recognize. Sense. Yeah. So can can uh, Peggy? Can you grace us with uh, a little simple chant from Tesla? Well, this is a little canon. Um, but we're not going to do it as a canon today. We're just going to do it t- together. Uh, ben and I will sing it together. But it's because we're going into Advent. Um, this is the Song of Mary. Mm-hmm. And it's in Latin. A lot of the Tese pieces are in Latin. Um, because it's an ecumenical community with uh, people from all over Europe, there are yeah. many different languages. Um, one of the things that will happen is that one verse will be sung in English, the next in German, yeah, the next in yeah, French. Yeah, I've had that. It's um, really that's, cool. It's very lovely. Um, that doesn't happen so much here because most of the people that will come are going to be all the, um, you know, people who are English speakers or maybe people who are Spanish speakers. Which, well, in I, which case, you would just use the language people know. I had I had parishioners, a young couple um, who had gotten married. She was from Moscow, he was from Nebraska, mm-hmm. and they met because they both went to Taze. Oh, and they were wow. in the community for like a uh, summer oh, or a wow. couple of months. Yeah. Is it in South Dakota? Or? Yeah, this is when I was in South Dakota. Nice. Yeah, wow. it was really cool. Huh. Really so cool. anyway, but they use Latin a lot. Um, <coughs> so so let's, let's see what they've got. So this is, the text is Magnificat Anima Mea Dominum, which is my soul magnifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God my Father. God my Savior. My Savior. Sorry. Magnificat Magnificat, magnificat anima mea dominum, magnificat, magnificat, magnificat anima mea, magnificat, magnificat. Magnificat anima mea dominum, magnificat, magnificat, magnificat anima mea. Wow, that's really beautiful. I don't want anybody out there who's listening to think that I was uninvited to sing. Uh, <laughs> I was invited to sing. I. I love my listeners so much that I chose to stay silent, <laughs> lest I be uninvited for real. Um, well, one of the things that happens with all, the, as I have mentioned, you know, that it'll kind of develop while the congregation sings a certain part. Other things will happen. At Teze, it it sounds when you go to the services, you think this is all just magically happening. But it's not. Every single day they have a rehearsal in the mm. morning. Oh. And anybody who comes, who brings their instruments, right. who sings, is welcome to come to the rehearsal. And then they work it all out. So right. it doesn't just happen. 
So, so one of the things that I've noticed about Tizay music, and, and there, um, I used to go to a Tizay service uh, once a week a long time ago. Um, one of the things I noticed is because of that repetition, mm-hmm. you, you don't have to look at the words, right? So you end up closing your eyes and your spirit really right. falls into the rhythm and it becomes contemplative. So like right. what you guys just sang, they might sing it for five or six minutes. Right. And it's the yeah. same phrase over and over. Yeah, those are the ostinato chants more. This is not this is one that would be like done in between um, maybe after a lesson, but the ostinato chants are ones that the congregation repeats forever and ever and then mm-hmm. there will be a verse sung by a cantor, right. another verse right. by another right. cantor that com- and it could be verses a lot of them use verses from different uh, different parts of scripture, so there might be um, a chant that is about is for you for Eucharist, and so it might have all different. I mean, the one, the one, the one that I remember, and I actually sing this at home when I'm by myself is, "Bless the Lord, my soul, and bless God's holy name." That's the one from Yep, that's, that, that's <laughs> and that's one of the popular ones, and I really, one and I really very, like, that and it one. has many, many verses that you. Sing about that. So as as hymn. so as we um, offer this type of worship service. So this will not be a Eucharist. This will be more like akin to an evening prayer. Um, but we're going to be spending some time in meditation and in quiet. Our our Advent offering. Uh, our, our theme for Advent is come rest in the Lord. Yeah. And so this is one of those experiences where people. I don't want people to think. Well, I don't sing. I'm not going to oh. go. It, it has nothing to do with that. Absolutely you're going nothing. To be, you're going to be invited to sing. So we do want a, lots of voices there. Um, but it's also a great time to just come and allow the beauty of this music to envelop you as you come and rest in the Lord in anticipation of uh, Christmas. That's right. Um, the way that we do, uh, there is a service in the prayer book that is oriented around light. Um, it's called the order of worship for the evening and so we'll open with that and in that we'll bring some of the elements of all the candles that we've mentioned before we'll be lighting those candles after the service starts so you'll come into the sanctuary and really dim lighting kind of like the easter vigil like yeah right right right. a little bit Mm -hmm. Um, but instead of just the altar candles there'll be more than that uh, more a more pronounced lighting of the candles if you will uh, and then we'll have a couple of lessons from Scripture, uh, not thinking uh, long readings as much as sort of shorter for us to sort of dwell on and uh-huh. think about. Uh, we haven't quite planned this service fully yet, so I'm I'm uh, I'm not reading from the service list, but I'm <laughs> talking about the ideas we've had. Um, and then we're going to have some of this chanting, some of this, uh, some of these musical elements, and and actually just some time for good old fashioned silence. And um, I'm actually going to offer a sermon. Oh, you are. Right. No, I'm leading. No. Which one? I think she, you are. I think I am. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I am going to offer some words of reflection. And so it's it that even that, though, is going to take on a different hue compared to a homily or a sermon like you get like at Eucharist or on Sunday mornings. Right. Yeah. So there will be space for uh, an encounter with God through sort of uh, darkness and the light. There will be space for the musical element of encountering God kind of falling into these chants and sort of relaxing into that. Uh, there will be space for, you know, whatever type of meditation or sort of thing that you experience um, in silence. Um, and you'll also hear God's word through scripture. So right. it'll be very different from Sunday morning and very, very good. I'm yes. really excited for it. I'm excited. I, I'm, I'm really, excited. I, I think 
Oh, well, see, I was about to say, I think of all the four services we're offering, this is good. this is the one I'm looking forward to the most. And then I thought of the other ones, and I'm like, well, I really look for that one too. Oh, and that one, and that one. Yeah. So um, yeah. I think I think all four of our offerings for Advent are so different and unique from each other that we can get lots of things out of all of them. And worship comes in so many forms. That's right. Well, so as we're wrapping up, I just want to remind our listeners, if you're hearing this when this comes out, uh, uh, it'll be the Sunday before December 14th. I think that's December 10th. Uh, Ish. You'll be hearing this the Sunday before. We invite you to listen to this to kind of prepare yourself. Uh, Maybe you already have listened to this um, to prepare yourself for uh, that worship service on Wednesday, December 14th at 6.30 p.m. in the church. Uh, and if you're listening to this afterwards or you've come across this podcast at some other point in time, uh, I hope you've learned something about the Tazay community. Uh, you can certainly look them up online. Their website is T-A-I-Z-E dot F-R, and that'll be in the show notes too. Uh, F-R is for France yep, because they're right. obviously mm-hmm. in France, not dot .com. Um, and you can learn more about this style of worship, about the community. Uh, find You can pl- find plenty of videos online. Well, uh, and we do plan on streaming this service, way. as with our other four, other three. We're mm-hmm. going to stream this service. So if you are hearing this sometime beyond the date of the service, go to our website, stjohnslynchburg.org, and find our, uh, or actually, go to, I guess, go to, you don't have to go to our website, you can go to YouTube, yeah. and type in St. John's Lynchburg. All of our offerings will pop up, and you can find this particular episode. And if it's afterwards, I'll even put the link to the YouTube in the show notes. There you go. I think I can do that after we publish it. I think that's great. So, Well, Peggy, thank you so much for joining us for this episode of One More Thing. We look forward to having you back. We'll cover other things in another season. So thank you for being with us. Thanks so much. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God. Thanks be to God.